Okay, here we go. The Pen and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Pen Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. <laughs> so we're fixing this house up, right? We got to paint it. Here's something. She asked me, what color do you want to paint the house? Did you know you're supposed to care? <laughs> this is what I said. I don't give a flying fuck. It's <laughs> exactly what I said. Wrong answer. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. Yeah. That's the voice of uh, Jimmy Dunn. He's going to join us here in one second. But first, let me introduce the crew. Yeah. Okay. Yep. We got Nestor Shylack, former Major League umpire, running the board. Hi, Thank Nestor. Thank you. Thank you for having yes, me. Nice Pl- to see you. Nice to be here, yes. You were a shitty umpire, but you're a hell of an engineer. You're out. That's Bill Smith <laughs> to, to my left. The flannel shirt wearing non lesbian. Wow. Ben Kitchen. Rachel Maddow would love that shirt. Ben. In, in f- this is from her collection. In Sweden, Ben Kitchen is known as Ben Cock because the Swedish word for kitchen is cock. Mm. Uh, get, now that we've gotten that out of the way, Jimmy Dunn, everybody. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Ow! Hello, everybody. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm very good. How are you, Mike? I should say, because we always do a prelude to you when we introduce comedians, funny man. Jimmy Dunn. Yeah, everyone says funny man. It's the funny man. Funny man Jimmy Dunn joins us for the... Jimmy's, of course, a New Hampshire resident. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Funniest yes. guy ever to come from the state of New Hampshire in the history oh, of thank funny. thank you very much. In the history of funny. I kind of have... I got two homes. I grew up in Beverly, Massachusetts. I know. That's where my, that's where my dad was from and uh, my dad's family. And then when my parents got divorced, my mom bought a place up here on Hampton Beach. So I spent a lot of my yeah. life up here, summers and weekends up here on Hampton Beach. And now I currently live 40 feet behind my mother's old house right on the beach. Right so, on the beach. And that's why uh, I yeah, see pictures I of you surfing on the Internet all the time. It's not surfing the web, but surfing, actual surfing uh, in New Hampshire. I was going to say, you know, uh, I spent a lot of time myself in Beverly, but then, then she broke up with me. So <laughs> good for her. But, yeah, you do have two, uh, two bases of, uh, of operation. You know, you're a Massachusetts guy, but a New Hampshire transplant. I'm going to still say it, though. Funniest guy ever to come out of the state of New Hampshire. Is there anybody funnier than you in New Hampshire? Yeah, um, well, that guy, Al Caprellian, who did the weather, he was pretty solid. <laughs> you know, he, he was always yes. good for a good evening, everybody. Yeah, quick laugh and then out. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, Adam Sandler, they say it was pretty funny, too. So no, well, I, I he, guess... I, I would I would take a second to Sandler all day. He's long. not funnier than you, and uh, you know the, the uh, I saw him one time. Where did I see him at a Burger King? He, he wasn't funny at all. He's just eating. He was like ridiculous. Well, he probably. I don't knew- know how funny I'd be in a Burger King either. But I met Sandler the <laughs> the night that I did Conan O'Brien. He was actually on the show too. Yeah, and he hung out, and uh, we had some common friends. So he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna hang out, watch a show." And after the show, he came up to me and goes. You're really funny. You remind me of uh, you're one of those Boston guys who you know who always can get a laugh, but also looks like uh, you could knock a guy to fuck out. Go, yeah, <laughs> all right. You are tall. You are big. I, you, when I met you the first time, I, I, you were sitting down, and I didn't, I didn't know how tall you were. And now I, I met you a bunch of times, and, and you're you're what are you six two? Six three. Six three. Uh, starting Jesus. starting center for the St. Margaret's Green Machine, Beverly, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, Church League. We had a we had a, we, a quality program there. Now, have you ever had to beat the shit out of an audience member who tried to run up on the stage and tackle you? 
I have actually, believe it or not. I had uh, I had a guy throw a punch at me in a at a gig up in Maine. Yeah. I've had a few I've had a few people kind of rush the crowd where nah, I mean rush the rush the stage and I grab them and hand them to security. But this yeah. guy in Maine threw a punch at me and uh, the security didn't move. So I let him throw the punch. I grabbed the arm on the way by and uh, spun him around, put him up on a wall until. Somebody came up and took him, and I and I drove home. Goes <laughs> <laughs> over, people. Now, Jimmy Dunn, for those of you who don't know, and I don't think there's any of you out there, is a uh, is, is an established uh, comedic presence in the world of comedy, which is where comedic people generally operate. Uh, I've found, it. in my experience. Um, and uh, you've also been an actor. You've been on television on a television series that was nutty. You've uh, you've been in commercials on Nessun, uh, which is no great claim to fame, but it was a good set of commercials you did, though, Jimmy. At the time, remember Thank that? Thank you very much. They were they were pretty good. Yeah, uh, but they were on all the time, and I can see how that. You know, in fairness, I understand how that aggravated Red Sox fans. They yes. wanted to kill that cab driver guy. Um, but it was good for me, and uh, and the Olympia sports people were very. They they let me write a bunch of those, so I wrote them. I put a bunch of my funny friends. Okay. So if you go back, you go back and look at those. There are a lot of stand-up comics uh, from New England that that was the first time they were on TV was in those commercials, and in I those. was able to make that happen. Well, wow. and you know the guy. Well, we're going to talk about a couple of your gigs coming up here real quick. Uh, that, that in uh, fr- this coming Friday, you're going to be in Manchester, New Hampshire with with Tony, Tony, with Tony V. Yep. Uh, and that's where's that going to be at? What what held it? What venue? That's Fridays at the Rex in Manchester, New Hampshire, which is a great little theater uh, right behind the Palace. Yes, in downtown Manchester. Right. And uh, Saturday night, I'm at the Rodman Performing Arts Center down in Fox. I'm going. I'm going to home. that one. I'm going to that yes. one. Sa- yeah, wait, man. Saturday night in Foxborough at the Rodman Performing Arts Center, uh, which is like right on School Street or something. I think it, it is. Uh, I wouldn't know. I'll, I'll, I'll look GPS. that up uh, sometime Saturday night about 6 o'clock on my way down. I'm bringing yes. my wife, one too. So school Street. One School Street. Number one School Street. Yes. There's one school I didn't get kicked out of. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, my wife is coming with me, so uh, I've told her that you guys, you know, occasionally can get a little. She she says, "Bring it on." She's she's very she's very fond of comedy, and she's we, she's fond of Tony as well. Tony V. She saw Tony. Uh, one of the first times I ever saw Tony was at the Whiny Awards. Yes, he was. He he crushed the shit out of that, and that's not an easy gig. Now listen, I'm not going to try and take credit for what Tony said that night, but. <laughs> The, the the day before the the week before the whiny awards we were on the road in Atlantic City together mm-hmm. Tony and I travel together all the time I love traveling with him he's one of my best friends but the whole week we were in Atlantic City we were writing those jokes uh, for the whiny and <laughs> some of them that we had to edit were pretty filthy, man <laughs> well there were that was a, he he did so well because that's a long extended MC gig in between yeah. all these different acts and people coming up and talking, you got to jump back in and maintain your rhythm. I don't. I, I mean, he just. I mean, Lenny did the first one, Lenny, and but Tony, I think, took over after that, and it was just unbelievably fabulous. So you wrote some of that, huh? I, I helped him write some of that, but Tony's <laughs> one. Tony's one of the funniest guys on the planet, and I'm. Uh, I, I'm so lucky that I get to work with him all the time, and and. I really like, I mean, I love these gigs we do around in, in New England, but I also love when we go on the road together because it's just so much fun traveling with a guy. We, we have this, we both love to eat, so we'll stop. I mean, <laughs> we'll, go from, we'll go from here to Atlantic City 
and we'll probably have five meals on the way down because he's got all these, oh, there's a pancake place up around the corner here in Connecticut. You know, like he, he knows everywhere. And uh, I, I just love, I love the man. Wouldn't yeah, it suck if you good. guys didn't like each other? Oh, we would. It, it wouldn't happen. It, it, it's a long week when you're in a comedy club for a week with a, with a, with a couple of clowns that you don't like. And it's, that happens so more than you think. Yeah, well, you're both great. You're great. You're great together too. On uh, you know, on your all the stuff you do together. But uh, Jimmy Dunn is going to be with uh, with Tony V, Manchester, New Hampshire, May 13th, Friday night. For those of you New Hampshire listeners to the podcast, and we have many, uh, make that a thing. And then Saturday, I will be there watching because I can't wait to see the. I love these guys, uh, Tony V and Jimmy Dunn together at the Rodman Performing Arts Center, 7 p.m. And where can they get tickets at the Rodman site or at, at your site? I mean, we, the, the best place is just go to jimmydunn.com and yeah. I got all the links right there. Good, good. Hey, a, a few things uh, aside from this, and uh, I think Ben has the same issue on, on this this topic, and probably Bill Smith as well. What? What the fuck is wrong with the Red Sox? Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on. This is killing me. It is so embarrassing. I don't even wear my hat anymore. I, um, I'm wondering this, Mikey. When do they throw Alex Cora under the bus? I, I, you know, they couldn't wait to get him back. But yeah. now what are they going to do? Because that's the only – they can't say, oh, we put together a really shitty roster. Mm. They can't say that, yeah. right? Well, I mean, and Bloom, Chaim uh, Bloom, you know, I mean, it's kind of, what, what do we – who's, who's responsible for this, Jimmy? Chaim Bloom is – Totally. He put, the team, he put the team together. You know, yeah. I mean, he's responsible. That's a no-brainer. And 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 ownership is responsible as well because they're they, you know they they're signing the checks. But it's not Alex Cora's fault that they, they got a bunch of guys that can't hit, can't and play, a bunch of guys that can't pitch. It's it's baseball. You got to know how to play the game. But you know, is this guy, uh, uh, Mister Bloom? What's his name? Chaim Bloom. Chaim. It's hard to say that. Hi, I'm. I'm Bloom. How are you? Um, the thing is that uh, <laughs> has everyone, anyone ever put a a meter on you, Mikey, for puns per minute? No, I'm I'm really honestly, I'm I have a very O pun mind. I <laughs> all right. Uh, so here's the thing: is he going to yeah. be the Harry Frizee of this modern generation? Because uh, he gets rid of Mookie, one of the best players ever to come through the Red Sox organization. Somehow he gets lets Mookie escape to the Los Angeles Dodgers. And then he, yes. and then he, he's he's now he's diddling around with uh, both Devers and uh, and Bogarts. Bogarts. He's like, okay, okay, uh, get it done, man. This is your team you're running, and the Red Sox fans won't take this shit. And but here's the, here's my question: Is that his call, or is that is that ownership's call? Yeah. Like, you know, they weren't going to give Mookie that money. And and when you when you see that, and you go, all right, well, here's a guy that's done everything we could possibly ask, and Right. You're not going to pay him, so right. why am I committing my life to right. this team? If you're not going to pay you him, know? who are you going to pay? Well, I'm convinced they're trying to. They're going to be selling the team within the next five years. Is that right? I'm convinced of it. I think they're going to try and because the NBA is going to open up a franchise in Las Vegas, and I think buy that. John Henry and that group wants to own that. Hey, how come the NBA, the NBA doesn't have a team in Pittsburgh? It, it, John Henry seems like a kind of guy that's uh, definitely wants to be in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the man, right, the man with the yellow hat. Uh, did you ever watch? What was that? Um, uh, was he Curious George? Yeah, Curious George. You ever I'll watch be that? At the blackjack table. 
the yeah. man with the yellow hat is. The, you see Henry now. He's at, he's at all these different events, wearing these big old ass hats. <laughs> and what is he spreading his money too thin? I mean, is he he's buying too many things? He bought the soccer team in England. He bought the uh, Penguins. What's next for this guy? Is he going to buy Detroit? You buy whatever you want. I'm fine with that if you got the money, right? You if you got the money, you can buy whatever you want. Unless but you don't pay Mookie. When you when you when you don't pay somebody like Mookie, yeah. it's just like what do you what are you doing? How do you not see how great he is and that you build the team around him and they yeah. they just they, they just either created an atmosphere atmosphere where he didn't want to be here, mm-hmm. um, which is possible. And you know, it's it is tough to compete with LA, that's for sure. You know, I listen to KFI a lot, and, uh, and the, whenever they come on with a sports report on KFI and they talk about Mookie, yeah. it's a, yeah. when you hear that guy just, what, Mookie, what? I thought, oh, man. Mookie. Yeah, but the problem now is they're paying $140 million for what they thought was going to be Xander's replacement, even though the guy's the same age as Xander, mm-hmm. and he's half the baseball player that Xander Bogarts is, and they're going to let Xander Trevor Bogarts Story? Walk. Yeah, or they're going to trade him this year because... They're not going to sign him. To and same somewhere thing Paul again. Harvey is saying, and now you know the rest of know. the story. <laughs> the rest of the story. And the rest of the story, FM. And the, and and all everybody in New England who goes to Aruba in the winter, which is all in New England, won't be able to say, you know, Xander Bogats is from here. <laughs> <laughs> Xander Bogats. You know, he's one of the great Boston names to say, but what my favorite all time, right, especially right now today, yeah. uh, Boston yeah. accented name is. Marcus Smart. <laughs> I love fucking Marcus Smart because not only is he smart, he's fucking tough too. He's I got to a- tell you, Mikey, I love Marcus Smart. I, do I really too. do. I, do. I, I do. love. I, I love watching him play. Man. I tweeted I that do. last night, and so all these guys were hitting on me after that. Oh, like, <laughs> uh, last night when he got he got in front of the the, the big guy there and just took it. Just like you know, he's gonna get creamed, and he just takes the yeah. foul, and, and just takes the hit and gets the foul, man. He's just, I love, I love how tough he plays. He is one of my favorite. I mean, he's he and uh, Robert Williams. Uh, of course, Williams hurt a little bit uh, difficult for him right now, but I, Mark is smart. He's got Celtic blood coming dripping from oozing into his hair. I got to take a quick moment here to mention our partners online. Hold on, we have a sponsor. Well, yeah. Oh. Well, what do you think this is? Some rookie camp here? Well, take it away, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. My personal endorsement uh, for super duper extra long giant condoms <laughs> by Trojan. Oh no, wait a minute. That's the other. Hold on. Get the other one. It's you ready? One. Yes, this one. Go ahead. Our partners at Bet Online. Uh, Continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. By the way, I had fifty dollars on the Celtics last night, Ooh. and they didn't look like they were going to win until late. I won forty-seven. I put fifty down. I got forty-seven. I got I got ninety-seven dollar take on it. Did you win anything from the Kentucky Derby? Uh, no, I didn't do. I didn't bet on that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's there's that's, a weird there's a weird thing with the Kentucky Derby. You have to have a special come some sort of special. Uh, uh, license, right? Most of the online sites don't don't allow you to be, didn't allow you to bet on the derby. Wow! Um, but bet save, online save did. Save me money. Bet online lets you do it. See that? And they're our, they're our sponsor. They're number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, the news, the sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs. I'm reading now. Major League Baseball scores. 
fights, and even next season's NLF futures? Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm reading. I just want you to know. I didn't write this shit. Please read verbatim. No, they're, they're a fine, fine site. It's betonline.ag. <laughs> and that AG stands for all good. <laughs> BetOnline is your continued source for your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and, of course, your favorite Vegas casino and poker games as well. It's really easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up today. And here's the, here's the bonus for you. This is something everybody, even Jimmy Dunn, might want to take a, take advantage of. Use the promo code CLNS50. CLNS50, right, Ben? Yes, sir. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. In Germany, they call it a Willkommen bonus. A bet online. The dot .ag. Where the game starts. You want to win some money? Bet against the Red Sox. Yes. By the way, a disclaimer time. Void where prohibited. Member FDIC. Not available in stores. Your results may vary. Go fuck yourself. Mm. It's important you have to get those in. And, and go, I don't think that last one was in there. I wrote that myself. And go fuck yourself, <laughs> FM. All right, now. I want to ask I Jimmy, love, uh, hey, speaking of betting online, let me tell you yeah. something that we got going on, Mikey. We've been having a ball doing. So we started doing this at the beginning of the pandemic. I got a bunch of comic buddies, and we get together. And we play uh, poker on a uh, online poker site, and we put a Zoom call together at the same time. So it's a bunch of comedians all sitting in their living room somewhere in New England. Is it televised? And, yeah, no, and we're online, so we're playing oh. cards on cards on half the computer. And uh, chat on the other, just busting chops and telling dirty jokes, and uh, it's it's a blast. Can man. the public can the public t- tune in and be a part of this hilarity? No, they they they. If we let anybody in, we would all be canceled because of the horrible horrible things that we. And when I say canceled, I don't really know where you can go. I mean, I I got a gig next week at the Bangor Elks Club, so you can't really cancel me at this point. <laughs> right. You know, I've, I've already pretty much done that on my own. Well, that's, um, see, you, until you've done that, really, you haven't accepted... Why, why did my earphones just get so loud? I have no idea. So it's uh, in your that? head. It's just in your head. Now I can't hear, Smitty. I can't hear you. What? Smitty. What? Huh? <laughs> huh? I'd like to apologize for the behavior of our host once again yeah. uh, to Jimmy. And, well, and for all of our deaf listeners, you didn't hear that. So now, Jimmy, I want to ask you a couple questions. First of all, go ahead, Mike. This, this is a little segment we like to call "Getting to Know Jimmy Dunn a Little Better." <laughs> Jimmy, right. what's your favorite boxed cereal? Mm. My favorite boxed cereal. Yeah. Uh, you go to the I cereal aisle. Go, what's it going to be? I got to go original Captain Crunch. Really? Mm. Yeah, you get a nice sugar buzz out of that, man. You know what, though? Here's the problem I have with Captain Crunch, and I'm not knocking your choice. You know, maybe you're the maybe the roof of your mouth is tougher than mine. When I bite oh. down on those, I get caught on the oh. roof of my mouth up oh. there where the tonsils are. Tougher than a Revere cheesesteak, the roof of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, are you kidding me? I got pavers that go in there once a year. And, uh, oh, yeah. You know what? Ben keeps knocking down my paper in front of me because I re- I'm, we're on video now. And, I, and I, I keep covering up my own handsome face with these. You do look rather handsome. Don't, you don't some, I? You get some sun today? Do you get a new haircut? New hair? No. 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 What, are you, what were you last week? I wasn't here last week. Um, okay, what is your favorite ballpark aside from Fenway? 
aside from Fenway, my favorite ballpark? That's yep. a good question. It is. Good for um, it. I'm going to say... I'm going to say whatever they call the one in San Francisco because I watched a couple of games in McCovey Cove in a kayak, and I really liked that. <laughs> it's a new, My new new book is called McCovey Cove in a Kayak. By the way, a, a kayak is a, a palindrome. Did you, Kayak, did you know that? Yeah, you yeah. can say it backwards. S- spelled the same backwards and forwards like race car. Like, there you go. Like... Like butt raft fart tub, like uh, Norma is as selfless as I am, Ron. That's a palindrome. Like go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna hog. That's a palindrome. <laughs> like uh, God lived as a devil dog, uh, Satan oscillate my metallic sonatas. Those are all palindromes. <laughs> I got like, a million we're of have them. You open Saturday night with that. <laughs> but the best one is a man, a plan, a canal, Panama. That one was written by I don't know. Uh, uh, what's his name? Isaiah the Nonprofit from Panama. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, what's your who's your favorite crush you had on uh, either TV or movies growing up? Which chick did you see on TV? Uh, and I'm being respectful when I call them chicks because yeah. I usually call them broads. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, which one is the one you would want that you would have wanted to bang the most? <laughs> oh, I'm going to date myself here. Valerie Bertinelli. <laughs> That's a good one. You and Eddie Van Halen, right? <laughs> yeah, well, he got there eventually, didn't he? He did, yeah. Well, he she loved the way, you know, he his his fingering technique was unbelievable. Uh Yes, he was good on the guitar. He, he was. was absolutely. <laughs> yeah. He was. And he, he used that as a <laughs> See, don't now don't get me going on guitar puns or puns because I'll tell you what. Uh, he used it as a pickup line. Pickup, right? But he didn't she didn't fret about it. He he strummed uh, <laughs> I can't. I got to stop. Please, uh, please do. Good God. <laughs> All right. Favorite fast food restaurant for Jimmy. In and Out Burger in LA. No brainer. Yep. Best burger in the planet. They talk about that on KFI a lot. There's nothing what's, better what's than a double double obsession? from In and Out. That's, that's, bur- that's the best fast food burger anyone's ever made. Yep. What's your obsession with KFI? KFI, it's a station in Los Angeles. I think it's the very best radio station in the country. I'm sorry to my own employer, but these guys have got you know their shit not. together. Oh, yeah. they're, they're excellent. And they, everything they, they do is just excellent radio. KFI, FM. Is it FM? FM, yeah. No, it's AM. Oh, wait, hold on. Yep. KFI. AM and FM. No, uh, can't find AM radio at its best for Los Angeles. I should be one of those guys that does the booth more stimulating talk. Uh, so, you know, when you go, you go to In and Out Burger. What, let's ask you: When you go to McDonald's, if you have to go to McDonald's, what do you get? If I have to go to McDonald's, yeah. what do I get? Yeah. I get some. Uh, I get some nuggets. If I have to go to McDonald's, Chicken. I'm not a. Not a big burger fan of McDonald's, that's for sure, but I will get some nuggets if I'm there. I've noticed that McDonald's, uh, first of all, their prices are going way up. I take my 12-year-old and my 16-year-old and me to McDonald's, and it's like 39 bucks. Seriously. Yeah, the prices prices go crazy on everything, but uh, uh, here's a pet peeve of mine, because uh, I eat out a lot. When I'm going to a gig, I'll grab something local before the show. Uh, uh, if, if, you, if you can't keep your price where it is, then go ahead and raise the price, but don't make me a skinny sandwich, man. Don't right. stop skimming. Stop skimming the sandwiches. They get really, really thin, and it, I can't live in a world 
with skinny sandwiches. No, and they're, they're, that that's a way that they are reaching into our pockets and screwing us out of a, They're basically uh, using inflationary gouging uh, in their own method. I, I've noticed this in the grocery store, too. You go in there and you say, I'm gonna, okay, box of cereal, right? It used to be a big yeah. old frosted flakes, family size. You know, I don't know how many ounces or whatever, but it was like four bucks. Okay, now... You go in there, and there's a little tiny little box, and it says family size, but it's for family size for midgets, and it's really, really small. <laughs> and guess what? It's the same price. So they, instead of raising the price and scaring you that way, they just look. How about this? A, a 64, it used to be 64 ounces of orange juice was a half gallon, right? Yeah. And everybody was like, okay. Now it's 59 ounces, and you don't even notice because yeah. they disguised the box yep. to make it Sneaky look bigger. Bastards. God. Yeah. Yeah, here's another thing, Mikey. If after two and a half years you continue to say in these unprecedented times, close the doors. Let someone <laughs> else try. Shut it down. Time to get our shit together, Mikey. Yeah. Time to get our shit together. <laughs> God, I'm dying over here. All right, so now <laughs> we're talking to Jimmy Dunn. He's going to be Manchester, New Hampshire, May 13th. Yep. Friday night with Tony V. And then the next night, my wife and I are actually going out to a comedy show. If you see me in the back, Jimmy... Yes, don't, sir. don't make fun of me too much, okay? Because I get I'm very sensitive. <laughs> if you see me, don't I, say, "Look at that I, asshole." I, I won't, but I can't make any promises. Now you know what to do, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, let's ask you uh, a couple of questions that have to do with the, uh, the society in which we live. Okay. This comic, funny man, Jimmy Dunn, and all comics can talk about current issues <laughs> better than anybody. Who's pro- whose fault is the, is a four dollar and fifty nine cent gallon of gas? I, I can tell you exactly whose fault this is. And it, I know you want to blame the president of the United States or you want to blame the pandemic or you want to blame Putin and the invasion yeah. or you want to blame any number of politicians. But I'll tell you whose fault all this inflation is. It's the people that decided about four or five years ago that $500 was a reasonable price to pay for a goddamn cooler. When, <laughs> when we started... Paying five hundred dollars for coolers that go to the beach when you can get a twenty dollar cooler. A cooler. That said to the rest of the economy, all right, anything goes now. Put whatever you put, put a price, whatever you want on it. Sky's the limit. That's when we lost control of this world. When people, instead of going to Coleman's and getting a twenty dollar cooler, yeah, is Coleman's even still open? Well, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Coleman, you remember Gary Coleman? He's buried in a cooler. He's his entire. Uh, but the, the only time a cooler can be worth 500 bucks is if it's the only one you can get and you got to bury those body parts before the cops come. Right? A, I, I look at a $500 cooler and the kid, the kid in the store goes, oh, it's got all kinds of features. And I go, look, here's what you need for features. You need ice and you need beer and you close the lid. That's it. <laughs> That's I, it. And I, remember, I do remember this when I was a kid. My dad had a cooler and it had a yardstick on the top of it, right? Why? You know, and for measuring fish. That's what the premise oh, was. Oh, okay. Right? You know that yardstick that they would mold into the top of the yeah. cooler, right? Yeah, yeah. But my dad didn't like the fish as much as he liked to drink. He would do the same gag every time. He'd pull out a beer, and he'd measure it up, and he'd go, that's a keeper right there. <laughs> and then Gen- then uh, Colonel Clink would jump up and go, oh, Colonel Hogan, do you want to go to the cooler? Um, it is me, Bowden! If you, if, you, if you have a yardstick, though, on your cooler, and someone's not hip to the whole the whole measuring the fish thing, you can, you can explain it away by saying, you know, something perverted. <laughs> I got this stick. I got it. Um, how deep is your... How deep is your fish? Um, so the markets are down now as well. So we don't just have 
high gas prices. By the way, record high gas prices oh, yeah. now. Yeah. Yes. We have the stock market collapsing. And the one thing people – Trump people hate Trump. They say, oh, Trump, Trump, Trump. The stock market was good throughout his four years. Now it's starting to really suck. What's going yeah, on with I that? Don't, I don't look at that every day and let that ruin my uh, day. I just I can't pay attention to that stuff. And I, I listen. I don't know what kind of money you got stashed away in the market, Mikey, but uh, <laughs> I got I got all my money uh, tied up in uh, this building that's uh, around my my that I sit in oh, right and, now. And coolers <laughs> and coolers, fish, fish coolers. And I got and I got two five hundred dollar coolers. I want to sell. <laughs> well, I, of course, you know I don't know if you know this, Jimmy, but I'm an independently wealthy philanthropist, and I've got uh, several. Thousand dollars. I heard that rumor. A couple of the guys that win your Uber told me that. <laughs> um, okay, so see how we're doing current events here, Smitty. This is pretty good. This is unbelievable. Right, I'm telling you, we're right on the bubble. <laughs> and the thing is, with Jimmy, you know, you say anything, he just goes off on it, you know, because he's he's a, he's a, he's funny man, Jimmy Dunn. He's not just a regular guy. Funny man, Jimmy Dunn. It's like That's one right. of the letters was out in his name the other day. Now what? <laughs> which one? <laughs> one of the lights was out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got two things more. I got. I got, I got to get to this. You ready for this? What's with with people on TV, especially on yep. MSNBC, where they're just they're too far too liberal for their own good? I heard a lady saying talking about this abortion issue and saying, "Well, I'm talking to all women or people with a uterus." Whoa! What does that mean? P or people with a uterus? Aren't they all women? I don't know, Mikey. I don't know. I <laughs> good answer. I, good answer. I, I, I just, I just think that the world is completely fucked right now. I think the last thing we should be doing is looking at stuff that we already kind of figured out a while back. Come I thought, on, man. I thought we had that covered. I read a book maybe about we, that. Yeah, maybe Science we should class. be fixing the rest of the world first before we get into what a woman should do with her own body. I mean, if I hear somebody say, I want to talk to all men or people with penises, and I'm going to say, well, what a useless nah, nah, waste nah. of I know words! A few people with penises that I've met. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said we should make a movie about that. Now, <laughs> one of my pet peeves is this. Uh, we'd like to comment from all of you guys on this because I, you know my I've been on this before. They have these medicinal ads. It's all big pharma on TV, and every t- every break you see somebody's hawking some big. Uh, drug which is going to do something for you and then you say oh oh i I can have my psoriasis treated that's great oh i oh but i could get cancer it's like the the it's the side effects that are the killers okay so let's and it's also interesting that almost every medicine has a z in it okay i'll name a couple here brez tree do you know what brez tree is Mm -hmm. b-r-e-z-t-r-i no jimmy you don't know no idea. Wasn't that the mall up in Danvers? <laughs> the Brest Tree Mall. That's right. Brest Tree is for COPD. Uh, and, and, but here's the here's the problem. You take Brest Tree to treat your COPD, and you can get pneumonia. You have a higher chance of. Uh, it's called Brest Tree Aerosphere. It may increase your chance of getting pneumonia. It says an increase in mucus, which is also called, by the way, sputum. sputum. Did you know that? Yeah. Mucus is better known to some in the medical industry as sputum, which is just sounds gross. Uh, you can have a change in your mucus color. Mm. You can get fever, chills, increased coughing, increased breathing problems. Isn't that what COPD is? So you're treating COPD, which is a breathing problem, and you can get more breathing problems. What, what's the point? You know, it's, all, it's all a gamble, Mikey. It's all, you don't know. You know what I mean? They don't know. They know, you know, they know, but they sell the stuff, right? And they, you know, uh, okay, how about Otesla? 
Anybody know what that's for? Oh, oh, it's oh, for oh, Tesla. Oh, man. No, that's Ozembic. Yeah, no, this is that's Otesla. <laughs> Did you, you know what's from? You know what's for? Tesla? Yeah. No. It's psoriatic. Psoriasis. Yeah, I know, I know exactly. Yep, what it's it is. For, for psoriasis, which also which begins with a PS, just like Pisaki. Oh. Uh, pas- psoriasis. Oh, Tesla can cause allergic reactions, sometimes severe. Sure. Uh, stop using it and call your healthcare provider. What happened? I took a Tesla. <laughs> oh, quick, go to the emergency room. It can cause raised bumps, oh. hives, rash or itching, swelling of the face, lips, trouble breathing or swallowing. Mm. Uh, your tongue and your throat or your arms can swell up. <laughs> your arm- All good stuff there. All good stuff. Is it Popeye? No, he just took a Tesla. Uh, it can cause severe diarrhea. <laughs> When you have nausea, heart rate, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Uh, it can cause vomiting. Now, these are all pleasant things people like going through. Diarrhea, swollen arms, can't breathe, and I'm puking on you. Oh. Uh, how about Sky Rizzy? That has a Z in it. Sky Rizzy. They always show the sky, too, when they're on that ad, and yeah. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Sky Rizzy. You can, <laughs> the side effects include chills, confusion, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Chest pain, chest tightness, coughing, difficulty breathing, dizziness, ear congestion, fainting, fast heartbeat, fever. This I'm like halfway done. Mm. Uh, Jimmy done. Incre- hey, yeah. increase in bone pain, itching pain, redness, swelling, tenderness. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Bone pain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I've ever experienced bone pain. <laughs> I mean, unless someone breaks your arm or something. Uh, runny or stuffy nose. That's at the bottom of the list because... Who doesn't get those for any reason? Well, you go, well, listen, I can live with the bone pain, but I got a runny nose. <laughs> can you give me a tissue real quick? Uh, itching of the genitals or other oh, yeah. skin areas. Now, all the major league ball players have, have, must have this because that you, you see them, they're always scratching their crotch, aren't they? <laughs> Scaling of the skin. Now, to me, you take a medicine to get better. Not to yeah. get worse, and and yet they advertise these things. You know, uh, it's like every single commercial. There's a new medicine out there. So who's spending all the money on TV? Uh, big yeah, pharma. And, mm. But the guy who's uh, taking this medicine, he's getting all scaly, and he's got bone pain. He's always in his garage working on a really sweet car. Right, for some reason. Right, right. Like in every one of these commercials, like. You, you, you watch so these true. commercials for all these things, and you go, yeah, I think I got that. I think I got that. I don't have that car, though. It, 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 I'm at the age now where I'm getting all these things, that I think I should be having that. I should have that car. <laughs> Even my car itches after I yeah. take Otesla uh, in any event. Uh, Maybe you're getting that bone pain from your old Mustang. Maybe that's the deal. Well, you know, <laughs> they start a store called All Bone Pain. What do you think? What's oh, the matter? You, you guys are going to have bread puns? Come on. He's the Marcus Smart of puns. He won't stop. What the hell's wrong with you guys that you don't like that stuff? (laughs) You guys like music. Let me just remind people, though. Come out to to Saturday night to uh, at least for Massachusetts. Come out to to Rodman. uh, What's it called? The Rodman Performing Performing Arts Center. Yeah. It's a great venue. It's right off... Route one down there in uh, in Foxborough, Jimmy Dunn and Tony V, a, a great pairing of two of the most funny bastards I've ever known in my life, and great guys too. Come on down, seven o'clock show, right? I guess so on on Saturday. Yeah, I, uh, I'll figure that out Saturday afternoon. Well, yeah, my my I wife and I are going to go to we're going to go out for a nice dinner first, then go to the show. We're going to go to Red Robin. 
It's Fred Robin. People don't understand the uh, the economic impact of you know if we want to get our act together, you go see it, you go have dinner and a show. You know that's that's part of getting this all back together. You got to get back out on a Saturday night. Go go have a nice dinner. Treat the treat the wait staff right. Throw some money around and then come see a show, man. Let's get back to living. Yeah, and I'm going to bring my wife to that show, and I'm looking forward to seeing you, Jimmy. But meanwhile, we have, uh, uh, as we always do, uh, as uh, as some that listen to this podcast, of the thousands that listen every single week, they know there's a musical portion of the program which okay. figures Jerry and Joe, uh, and it's called Castigliocchi. <laughs> and we invite you to stay, a, st- stay aboard and listen to this. Uh, <laughs> this is a, a little blood, sweat, and tears tune from our good friends, Jerry and Joe. It's called And When I Die right here on the Planet Mikey podcast. You guys ready? Yeah, go ahead. Hit it! I'm ready, Joe. I'm not scared of dying and I don't really care if it's peace you find in dying. Well, then let the time be near. If it's peace you find in dying, and if dying time is near, just bundle up my coffin. It's cold way down there. I hear that it's cold way down there. Yeah, crazy cold way down there. Can you believe it? And when I die, and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born, Joe, in this world to carry on. To carry on. Oh, this is that ridiculous instrumental portion right here, True. I don't know, yeah, how are we going to kill time while this fucking thing's playing? Jesus. Well, let's talk about your weekend. How'd it go with you? Oh, we had a picnic in my yard, Joe, and my dog took a dump on my shoe. Go ahead, Joe. Okay. Verse <sighs> <Okay. laughs> two. Now troubles are many. There is deep as a well. I can swear there ain't no heaven, troop. But I pray there ain't no hell. Swear there ain't no heaven. And I pray there ain't no hell. But I'll never know by living. Only by dying will tell. Yes, only by dying will tell. Yeah, only my dying will tell. And when I die, and when I'm gone... There'll be one child born in this world to carry on with a big fat ass like me, Joe. Oh, God, now it's a Western instrumental. Yippee-yay, motherfucker. What the hell's wrong with you, True? Your fan base is dissipating as we speak. At Shaw's! My turn, Joe. Outstanding. Outstanding. Give me my another, another outstanding Castigliocchi. For as long as I be, who's talking? <laughs> All I ask of living is to have no chains on me, Joe. This poor, it doesn't stop. All I ask of living is to have no chains on me. And all I ask of dying is to go naturally. Only wanna go naturally. Here I go, Joe. Hey, hey! Here comes the devil! Right behind. Look out, children, here he comes. And here he comes again. Hey, hey, hey. 
don't want to go by the devil, don't want to go by the demon, don't want to go by Satan, just want to die uneasy. Just let me go naturally. And when I die, and when I'm dead, dead and gone, there'll be one child born, Troop. One child born in a world to carry on. To carry on. Can you believe it? To carry on. That might be the worst fucking song I've ever heard in my life, Joe. Depressing. <laughs> Is it over finally? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so's the podcast, buddy. <laughs>